Hi, everyone. Schwartz, next word. The Rebbe in eighth grade used to ask that question a lot. He would ask it to everyone in class to make sure that we were paying attention. He used to remind us how important it was that we know the place. You know, knowing the place also plays a critical role in this week's Sedra. On his run to Charon and away from his brother Esav, the Torah lets us know that Yaakov Avinu got to a special place. To quote the Pasuk, Vayiv Gaba Mokom Yaakov Avinu arrived at the place. He slept in the place, not Bimakom in a place, but Bamakom in the place, as if this is a place that we should recognize. And Rashi, citing the Gemara in Chulin, note, notes that this place was none other than Haramoriah. It was the same place that served as the site of Akedas Yitzchak in the past. It had been previously referred to as Hamakom when on the third day of the trip to Akedas Yitzchak we're told that Bayaris Hamakom may rachok, that Avram Avinu saw the place from afar. That place and this one must be one and of the same. Haramoria, which will also be the future location of the Beis Hamikdash. But Rashbam offers a different identification of this Makom. He explains that this was someplace outside of the city of Luz, as the Pasuk later says. Yaakov named it Beit El, but it had been called Luz until this time, and Sforno adds that the place must have been some sort of rest stop, as every city had rest stops along the road. You know, places where visitors could go have a meal and go to sleep for the evening. And according to this approach, the Makom seemingly had no real spiritual significance at all. In fact, the two very different approaches to the Makom have two majorly different messages to Yaakov upon waking up from his sleep and dream. For when Yaakov wakes up from his sleep, we read, Vayikatz Yaakov mishenaso, Yaakov Avinu woke up from his slumber, Vayomer achin Hashem b'makom hazeh v'anochi lo yadati. He said, I realized that there's Hashem in this place, but I didn't know that. Vayira vayomar, and he was awestruck, and he said, Manorah makom hazeh, what an awesome place this is. This is the house of God, and this is the gateway to heaven. According to Rashi, Yaakov Avinu realized that he was sleeping on the grounds of the future Beis Hamikdash. Had he known, he declares, he would have never gone to sleep. But according to the Rashbam, Yaakov was noticing that even in the most random of places, a rest up on the side of a highway, one can still find Hashem. If Hashem could be with Yaakov, even in that random place, says Rashbam, then he can be with Yaakov anywhere Yaakov travels. You see, according to Rashbam, the message is an inspirational one for a lonely yeshiva student like Yaakov Avinu, who after all is identified as an Ishtam Yoshevo Halim, who is heading into foreign territory. The message is clear, to know that Hashem is with him even over there. Rashbam's explanation is especially intriguing when one considers that the theme of Yaakov Avinu's dream was that Hashem was going to be with him wherever he goes. So knowing that he was starting in a place where he didn't expect to find Hashem helps explain why thereafter, when he woke up, he woke with a renewed vigor, ready to face the next challenges, even in Chuslaretz. But is there a way that Rashi's comment, that Yaakov was at Har HaMoriah, a place that both historically and in the future was destined for its uniqueness, to be able to fit with the Rashbam's sense of godliness and the randomness of location? Is there a uniting message that we can take from both commentaries? I think the answer is absolutely. In fact, it reminded me once of a comment that I heard from Rabbi Shmuel Golden, formerly of Englewood, who described a discovery that he saw when he reached Theresienstadt. There in Theresienstadt concentration camp, under the camp's bakery, 
the Danish Jews had built a small shul. Rabbi Golden noted that the people in his group were struck by the courage and devotion of the people who risked their lives to serve Hashem together, even during the moments of Hester Panim, at a time when Hashem's very face was hidden from them. And Rabbi Golden noted, and I quote, as we walked around that small shul, we noticed that, that passages from the Torah and liturgy had been painted on the walls in a fashion common to European synagogues of the time. And as I read, I was suddenly struck completely dumb. From the wall before me appeared the following passage, painted through who knows how many tears. How often, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of Hashem. This is the gate to heaven. I was astounded, said Rabbi Golden. Here in Trajanstadt, the house of God, the gateway to heaven. I felt a fleeting sense of the sanctity, which had existed in that room decades earlier. A sanctity created by a courageous group of nameless Jews who understood that even in the depths of pain and sorrow, holiness could somehow be achieved and God could somehow be found. You know, the Svasemis and Parshas Emor notes that there are places in our lives that we can go to recharge ourselves and be inspired because we know implicitly that we're in Hashem's place. And it's in that place that we're inspired by his presence. Part of the job in those moments is to charge ourselves up so that we'll be able to take inspiration, direction, and enlightenment from those places and experiences and carry them with us through the times and travels that take us wherever we may go and know that Hashem's presence is with us and his kedusha can be built by us even then. In other words, by having a Rashi-like awareness of the importance of having awareness of sanctuary in the world, it will help us become sanctified even by simply visiting and experiencing these places. Because through these vi visits, we know our place. It's with Hashem and on Hashem's team, by the way. And we'll find and carry that Kedusha anywhere else because of it, just like the Rashba. It begins, said our eighth grade Rebbe, when you know the place. When you know the place, you know the next word and all the future words. They will begin and end with Baruch Hashem, you're with me. It's like the Kuzka Rebbe used to say, where does Hashem one find Hashem? Wherever one lets him in. We have opportunities in our lives. Knowing our place and knowing his place. And wishing you all a Shabbat Shalom and a Shabbat Shalom too.